like playing with myself. I play with myself all day long. Welcome to the season two premiere of The Spirit of South Park. I'm your host, Drew, joined as always by my co-host, Matt. How are you doing today, Matt? Doing well. It's season two, so I can't complain. Let's get at it. I'm pretty sure I've only mentioned this about 20 times in the last two months, but I am very excited uh, to start season two. I, I, you know, I think when we look at the overall uh, season scores, that this will probably be one of my higher rated seasons. This is where my South Park Foundation was founded and where I have a lot of good memories. Um, and I cannot wait for you to experience these things too. And then for you to think I'm crazy for loving them the way I do. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, what have you been up to? It's been about three weeks since we've recorded. How are things going in the life of Matt? Do, uh, doing well. Um, you know, just had a great Thanksgiving. Um, saw some limited amount of family. Yeah. Obviously couldn't see all the family that, that I would would have liked to. Sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, can't complain. Ate a lot of food, watched a lot of football, slept a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah, we kind of had a similar Thanksgiving. We didn't go anywhere. Um, we stayed at home, just the four of us, and I cooked a little bit. And uh, I actually got to watch a lot of football on Thanksgiving, which I don't normally get to do. So I was pretty, pretty thrilled with that. Um, you know, we had a five-day weekend, and it was kind of a, a nice chance to recharge the batteries a little bit. But I can tell you, I still don't want to go to work tomorrow. Oh, oh heavens! <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's season two. Uh, we've got just a couple small changes here. We've talked about some different stuff that we wanted to do, um, but ultimately, I think we decided to keep a lot of stuff the same. Uh, the only changes we have heading into season two here is that the number of score changes we're going to allow uh, for season two has gone up. In season one, we allowed four score changes per person, um, but there are only 13 episodes. There are 18 episodes in season two, so we're going to allow six score changes each. Hopefully, we don't have to use them, but uh, we want to give ourselves a little wiggle room there if we need it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll need to use all 12 of them. <laughs> yeah, you'll use mine as well, right? <laughs> Right, exactly. Um, and we're also um, adding the addition of our MVP to our scoring for every episode. Um, and it really doesn't carry any weight. It's just kind of whoever our favorite character was or maybe a character that had a, a really good moment or something like that. It's just kind of a fun thing we can uh, can talk about and add to our system. So, um, Listener comments, was there anything there that maybe you wanted to note, Matt? Um, no, not not since the last time we talked. Okay. Well, there was one big kind of thing that happened for us, and it's, uh, uh, I'm calling it a listener comment, but uh, we were reviewed by a podcast that reviews podcasts. Uh, it is called the Pick Me Podcast. The host uh, refers to himself there as TJW, but he reviewed our show on his most recent episode that came out on November 29th, which is actually today, so it worked out really well. Um, but yeah, he talked about the show for about eight minutes and uh, you know, gave us a, a good review. He gave us a 7 out of 10 on his scoring system, which, you know, C's get degrees and a 70% is a C, so I'm good with that. What do you think? Oh, heck yeah, I don't know about you. I'll take that all day long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, we're just, you know, two guys that thought, hey, wouldn't this be fun? And I'm pretty sure we've both made it further into this than we ever thought we would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's cool. I, and uh, had had some good things to say about us, you know, and, and he recognizes the fact that we're a new podcast. We're growing into this. We're trying to 
figure stuff out as we go along. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Kind of the premise of his podcast is he talks about uh, podcasts that he likes or listen to and whether or not he'd recommend them. And then, uh, you know, he tries to to get each podcast to have him on as a guest. Um, so you might want to be, you know, kind of looking forward here to the future. Uh, we might have Mr. Uh, TJW joining us for a podcast sometime in season two. Uh, you can find his podcast on Spotify. Once again, it is the Pick Me Podcast. I put the link here in our notes, but there's no way in hell I can read that. Uh, but if you go to Spotify and search Pick Me Podcast, you should be able to find him. He's also on Twitter. Uh, Matt, if you have a chance, can you grab his Twitter handle for me? And we'll we'll put it out at the end. Thank you. Um, but as other than that, I don't think we had any major listener comments. Uh, you know, as always, thanks to everybody for listening and and uh, joining us here for season two. We move on to our loose ends here and see if there's anything, you know, that we need to tie up from our last episode. Our last episode was our season review episode where we just kind of went over all our scores, favorite moments, that kind of stuff from uh, season one. So probably nothing we really need to tie up there. Um, We did finally get one listener play along score submitted for Cartman's Mom is a Dirty Slut, which was the last episode of season one. And that's our buddy down in Florida, Elon, uh, gave us a score of a 31.3. And that will be our one listener score at this point for uh, that one. You can still submit some a little late if you'd like to. Uh, We're all about getting the numbers and adding them to the database there. But uh, what did we come in on that one? We were... We we were at a uh, a 33.6. Okay, so Elon came in in a little bit lower than us. And um, that seems about right, so... Uh, any other loose ends we need to tie up here? And I see you just added it uh, up to the spreadsheet here. Uh, you can find the Pick Me podcast at Pick Me Pod on Twitter. Okay, so we started off with uh, season two. Um, I will go ahead and get into my blog post here. Episode two point one is called Terrence and Philip, and not without my anus. Um, this aired on April 1st, 1998. First thing you're going to notice is that is April Fool's Day, right? And that plays a big part in what is going on with this episode. And my blog post says, We are back for season two. Right out of the gate, we are going to get an episode that will challenge our scoring system and what we hope to accomplish with our rankings. I remember little of this episode. Honestly, I'm fairly certain... Uh, when I've seen this on TV before, I just skip past it because um, in my mind, it's not a true South Park episode. I've never cared for Terrence or Philip. I don't find them particularly funny. However, as I've gotten older, I've realized that Terrence and Philip are the South Park of the South Park universe, if that makes sense. Uh, that means that some of the people feel the same way about South Park that I feel about Terrence and Philip. Those people suck, so I can only conclude that I would suck in the South Park universe. This episode was aired by Matt and Trey as a joke on fans who are expecting the conclusion to the season one cliffhanger of who Cartman's father is. Uh, The episode aired on April Fool's Day, as I already mentioned, so it makes sense. We're probably going to have to alter our scoring system for this episode, which is fine. Regardless, I don't expect it to finish with a high score, maybe even the lowest on my list so far. My research on the episode shows that the reception for the episode was mixed. Some critics deemed it uh, the beginning of the end for South Park, while others viewed it as a bold move by Parker and Stone. Uh, Within a week of the episode airing, Comedy Central received over 2,000 complaints from fans. I'm no botanist, but I think South Park came out 
of everything okay. Uh, two more notes that jumped out to me. According to Wikipedia, the Sydney Morning Herald reported that this episode contains 29 fart jokes in a 22-minute period. Also of note, Canada's Global Television Network reported no complaints with, about the episode within the weeks after it aired, which tells me one thing, that everything they say about Canadians must be true. Okay. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot to that blog post. I didn't realize how much I wrote, but that's uh, some things to, well, to think that, about uh, there. Yeah, that adds some context and <laughs> some some interesting uh, interesting things you pointed out there about how this episode was uh, received as uh, from the South Park audience when it initially aired. Yeah, I, I found it funny that some critics thought you know this was the beginning of the end for South Park, which obviously <laughs> didn't uh, didn't happen. Twenty um, some seasons later, right. That's the beginning of people maybe, you know, starting to pick sides against South Park, but it didn't really uh, have that much of an effect. Um, and I it just, it, I thought it was so funny that no Canadians complained about the episode when all the episode does is rip on Canadians. And it's like, oh, right. it's because they're nice people. They keep things in perspective and uh, they don't give a shit. So uh, <laughs> shout out to you, Canada. Every Canadian I've ever met in my life has been exactly that way, too. Not that I've met a lot of them, but I think the stereotypes right. are real in a positive way. Um, if you are playing along with us at home, now is the time for you to pause, take a break, uh, go over to your favorite illegal stream, HBO Max, uh, your DVDs if you're old school like me, and uh, watch the episode, Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus, and uh, come back to see what we have to say about it. That's it, I'm out of here. All right, Matt, why don't you kick us off with the plot review? All right. So kind of as you touched on, the episode initially begins with Matt and Trey having you think that you're going to be getting the end or the resolution to Cartman's Mom's a Dirty Slut. Uh, they end up actually just playing a dirty, dirty April Fool's joke <laughs> on you. Um, so then they actually go into the actual episode here. Um, so it starts out with Terrence and Philip in court uh, going against Scott. Uh, they are being accused for murder. Um, they are found not guilty after making multiple fart jokes in a courtroom. Um, and then after that, Scott wants to find a way to get them out of Canada uh, or just get rid of them as a whole. Um, Saddam Hussein uh, ends up contacting them and says he has a plan. Uh, Scott agrees to go along with it. Um Saddam Hussein comes to Canada, which is part of the agreement, um, and the other side of his agreement was that he was to get Terrence and Philip to uh, Tehran and essentially get rid of them and, and murder them. Um, so Saddam Hussein comes to Canada, uh, and he, he essentially begins to begin a hostile takeover of Canada. Uh, Terrence and Philip go to Tehran to rescue Terrence's daughter. Um, they then return after not being harmed while there. Uh, and realize kind of what is going on and that Saddam Hussein is taking over Canada. Um, Scott then provides them with a bomb uh, to blow themselves up and take Saddam down with them because he convinces him that it is their fault that he is there. Um, they oblige to this initially. Uh, Terrence and Philip eventually do come up with a better plan to use chemical warfare against Saddam Hussein. Um, this does work. Saddam Hussein is killed, and Canada is saved. Okay. A um, couple things I want to add in there. In terms of chemical warfare, they fill up the stadium where, where Saddam is uh, 
watching the Rough Riders versus Rough Riders football game, <laughs> yes. which which made me laugh. Um, but their chemical warfare is farting. Everybody in the stadium farts at the same time, creating a huge cloud of gas, and uh, basically it takes out Saddam. And then the Canadians come in and rip him apart, um, which cannot be overlooked. Um, <clears throat> I have to ask, I'm assuming you know who Saddam Hussein is, yes? Yes, I do know who Saddam Hussein is. Okay. <laughs> the, the pause there had me a little concerned, but, I mean, that was like <laughs> at the beginning of your life, so you could have missed it, right? No, yep, yep, I, I know who Saddam okay. Hussein is. Okay, okay. Um, there was, uh, you know, uh, they went to... I already know the one that's coming next. We'll, we'll get there, don't worry. They, oh, okay. <laughs> they, went, <laughs> they went to uh, uh, Iraq to retrieve uh, Terrence's daughter bastard daughter they kept calling her who had been uh, uh kidnapped and it just so happened that terrence had had his daughter with celine dion which is like probably at this point in time you know the most famous canadian that's not a hockey player um and so that's you know kind of who they're picking on there which makes for some interesting back and forth dialogue that kind of thing um so obviously matt do you know who Celine Dion is? Um, I recognize the name. Don't really know who she is. Ooh, I I think I'd have been better off if you wouldn't have known who Saddam was, but you knew who she was. Um, <laughs> obviously, as they mentioned in the show, uh, Canadian pop singer. She is most probably well known for "My Heart Will Go On." You know the song from oh, Titanic. Okay. Do you know what the Titanic yeah. was? Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've seen the movie. Gosh, I'm young, not stupid. Well, maybe a little bit of both, but... Right, right. Um, but yeah, so that's who Celine Dion is. Obviously, you know, one of Canada's most famous people in the eyes of an American. Um, so yeah. Sweet. Um, I think that covers our plot review pretty well. And uh, as our buddy, you know, TJW pointed out, we're not a review show. We are a ranking and discussion show. Um, but we're working on the review stuff. We try to include a little more there to help everybody out. So, yeah, a little bit of background. Yep, substance. Um, what is your reaction to this episode, Matt? Um, I think it, I think it kind of goes along with what you said in the blog and how it was initially perceived, but not to like, not to that extent. I don't think. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't. I mean, I didn't hate the show. Uh, I wouldn't even say I disliked it, um, but it. I think it's definitely going to be one of the lower scores that we've seen yeah. to date. Um, based on our scoring system, I think the episode score stuff kind of props it up uh, because yes, it, and this is I think so too. This is a good time to address it. What we ended up doing for our scoring system for this episode, um, since we usually have the core four worth three points apiece. We made Terrence worth six. We made Philip worth six. And then the secondary characters still stay the same at 10. Um, but yeah, it was uh, the episode was better than I thought it would be. I thought I would struggle through it. I thought I would hate it, you know, and it wouldn't make me laugh that much. I actually laughed quite a bit. The generalizations, the stereotypes they have for Canadians, as ridiculous as they are, always make me laugh. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff there. It's like, eh, I could do without it, you know. Um, yeah. So right before we move into our character score here, um, I've added a new note to our show outline that says, Drew, explain our shitty scoring system right here. Um, so that's what I'll do. 
Uh, like I said, for this episode, we go over our character scores of 6 and 6, up to 6 and 6 for Terrence and Phillip. Secondary characters are worth 10. Um, then we go to our episode scoring, which includes Relevance, which is worth 5 points. Irreverence, also worth 5 points. Laugh score, worth 5 points. Uh, personal score, which can be worth up to 7. And then the extra point of our scoring system, the South Park Factor, which is worth 1. Probably the first time in the history of our show I've explained it all before we started. <laughs> Matt, we're getting this. Yeah, right. Uh, Matt, go ahead and let's talk character score. Um. Okay, so I guess we'll start with... So I don't know about you, but... I mean, I'll just get this out of the way. I gave Terrence and Phillip the same score. I did too, and I bet we gave them okay. the same score. What do you What do you want to bet? Um, I. Well, we're both betting men, so yeah, uh, yeah that's true. <laughs> a, a decent amount. Um, I gave them each a three. Wow. I also gave both Terrence and Philip a three. I don't know if that's a yeah. a matter of us thinking the same, or if that's just a matter of us going. I don't know what to do with this. Fuck it. <laughs> I think I think that's I think both of those things. Yeah. Um because I mean obviously yes, they were the main characters in this episode. Um but at the same time, like I I had to take into account just the fact that it felt weird not having the core for it. Oh, absolutely. Like it was watching it like like watching a totally different TV show. It was. It was just it was strange. And so it's like it came time to give these scores and I'm like I mean, they were the main characters, and there was some funny things that that was incorporated. But it just, when it came to being a South Park episode, it just felt off. I agree. Was there anything in your mind that separated Terrence and Philip, or were they like the exact same thing? They felt like the exact same thing. The only thing that I considered was when Terrence had the phone call with Scott, and oh. they kept going back and forth calling each other a dick. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. But at the same time, I mean, they, 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 I mean, it's just like they're they're they were constantly together. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, they're both making the same fart jokes over and over right. and over and over again. Right. Um, and and like, it's, I mean, you they're basically exchangeable, and yes. you would not you would not feel any difference. That's exactly. And that's kind of where I was coming. That's in exactly at. what I was going to say. You could take that phone call scene and switch Terrence and Philip, and it would go the exact same way, and nobody would it think would twice this, about it. Exactly. Whereas with when you have the core four, like like, and I I can only speak from my experience, but like Cartman taking that phone call is an entirely different phone call from, you know, any any of the other ones. Kenny, Kenny yeah, because you're not going to understand right. Kenny, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean Stan. I mean even like any of them sure. really. It's just a completely different scene, a completely different vibe, um, and that's where I came in with the same score. Yeah. Um, I I, so, yeah. I didn't feel right like really lowering them much lower than a three because it's not like either of them took away from the episode. No, exactly. But it's not like either of them added something that was so good that I really needed to put them over the top. I think yeah. I think where our real difference maker might come in here is with our secondary characters. Um, what score did you give the secondaries? Yeah, so with the secondary characters, um, some of the big players were Scott. <laughs> you had Saddam Hussein. Yes. Um. The one that I kind of enjoyed was Ugly Bob. He added a lot of <laughs> comedic value to the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you had Celine Dion. Outside of that, it was really those four. Can you think of any other major secondary characters? Um, those were the main characters. Maybe, you know, you add in uh, Terrence's daughter, but she didn't really do anything. Um, mm-hmm. 
there might have been a few other ancillary people they kind of ripped on, but it wasn't anything major. Like, those were the big secondary characters. Um, right. And honestly, when I gave my score, I kind of I kind of don't think I factored in Ugly Bob, but Ugly Bob did carry a lot of laughs in the middle of the episode. He did. He did. Um, so, personally, I really enjoyed, um, like, I, or like I previously mentioned, Ugly Bob. And then Saddam Hussein did add a lot of... <laughs> A lot of comedic uh, moments to this, yeah. like his constant, hey, relax, look over here. Like, oh, what's going on? I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, um, well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his role. Yeah. When when the uh, uh, the U.S. general comes in to talk to him, and he's like, what? I don't have any bombs. And he's like, I didn't say anything about bombs. He's like, hey, look over there. <laughs> it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or like when he's uh, in the room with Celine Dion uh, and Ugly Bob, uh, kind of the same thing going yes. on there. Yep. But... I, so I really like Saddam Hussein. Uh, and wow, that's a clip. Get that editor. I, so I really like Saddam Hussein. I really like Saddam Hussein. I really like. 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 I really like Saddam Hussein. I'm so I really like Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that kind of goes right into what I was saying, and then obviously he adds to the whole relevance and irreverence kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's a, that's a different category. So anyways, let me get back to what I was trying to say here. I gave the secondary characters a score of a 6.5. Oh, my God. Wow. First of all, I'm almost in tears because I really hope that Matt Caruso gets a, a clip of you saying you like Adam, Saddam Hussein. Because <laughs> um, I'll totally put that FBI as... is going to show up right? on my door. I'll totally put that as a ringtone on my phone. So every time you text me, <laughs> that, oh, the possibilities. Um we're we're pretty close on this one too. Um, really, the only difference is I just decided to be a dick, I guess, and give an extra point because I came in with a six point six. Um, oh, wow. You know, it wasn't the strongest group of secondary characters, but it was it was solid. There was good laughs, like you said, ugly Bob. Maybe there wasn't the depth to the secondary characters that we normally have. Like normally, there's a handful, maybe like ten, but you know, we had had, had right. a solid five. I love the usage of celebrities. If you call Saddam Hussein mm-hmm. a celebrity. Um, but I mean, and like you said, we're going to get into relevance and irreverence for the time. And that's, it was funny as hell, you know, in 1998 to see, oh, they're mocking Saddam Hussein, who's very much alive and very much being a dictator over in Iraq, you know? So. Right. And being a dick. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so that brings me in. So yeah, that's going to give us a composite character score of a 12.55, which is pretty much right down the middle of our typical um, what we have there. So let's talk. Oh, we don't have to talk about Kenny's death because Kenny didn't die, obviously. (laughs) Let's take a look at our episode scores. So as we kind of talked about a little bit ago, this episode had a lot of relevance, irreverence, um, and, and things that were just, you know, kind of very fitting for the time. Um, Looking at my notes here, obviously, it was relevant from the standpoint of uh, Saddam Hussein being involved. They're, you know, clearly mocking a, a dictator from a, a country that the U.S. was at war with not that long ago. Um, and then, you know, here in the future, ended up getting into a war with again. Um, that was kind of the biggest thing, I guess, that really jumped out to me what else really jumped out to you for the relevance, Matt? That was really it. Um, I mean, that w- that was all I could find. Yeah, and I guess 
I'm trying to think. I, a lot of the the other stuff would probably categorize more towards uh, irreverence, you know, kind of the por- portrayal mm-hmm. of Canadians, and uh, uh, just kind of how all that worked as it was. But anyway, um, I'm kind of stammering here because I feel like I'm forgetting something. But uh, I came in with a relevant score of a 2.7, a little more than halfway, but you know, the the Saddam thing at the time was was kind of a big deal especially you know with the the uh portrayal of iraq taking over canada which i mean in its own right was funny but uh what about you yeah so i was actually very close um i came in at a 2.9 okay um I, I mean obviously there was the relevance there but with that really being the only main thing i i just didn't feel justified going too high on it. Yeah, and that's why I was like I said, I was just kind of stuck there a little bit because I'm looking at it thinking I felt like there was more, but I'm going through my notes and that's kind of uh, um, right. It's, it's really yeah. yeah. I, I guess maybe the the only other thing that maybe jumped out to me in terms of relevance was uh, when Terrence and Philip were watching um, American TV and South Park is on, and they're kind of oh, making yeah. fun of that a little bit. And you know maybe that that kind of qualifies there, but that's uh, that's really about it. Um, irreverence. Um, the episode was filled with it. Uh, obviously, as I mentioned, the portrayal of Canadians. Um, if you notice, all the Canadian characters have the big, uh, floppy heads that kind of bounce around when they talk, and, uh, uh, they all look different. They all look the same, right? Um, Mm -hmm. the, the way they talk, the way they act, like, all that stuff is very, um, stereotype-based, which ironically is... Up to this point in my life, when this would have came out, let's see, I would have been 11 years old. That is where I learned all stereotypes about Canadians, was from South Park. And (laughs) specifically the uh, involvement of Terrence and Philip, right? Um, Right. So um, you could even throw in, you know, all the the fart humor uh, of Terrence and Philip as as part of your irreverence. So I came in with an irreverence score of a 4.4. Oh, wow. Okay, so we were a little bit different here. Okay. Um, I came in at a 3.7. Okay. Um, mainly for a lot of the same things. Um, but I also thought that some of the Saddam Hussein stuff would also be applicable in irreverence. Sure. Um, cause they are kind of mocking it in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I mean, you, you pretty much hit all of them. I guess I just was a little bit lower on those categories. Uh, but yeah, 3.7 for me on irreverence. Okay. I'm, I'm slowly getting some of my bearings here back, too. Um, you know, going back to relevance, Celine Dion's inclusion as being, you know, the most notable uh, Canadian star of the mm-hmm. time, I guess, uh, would be the way to put it there. You know, that was that was pretty, uh, pretty relevant as well. Um, but yeah, so you said 3.7? Yes. Okay. So that's the biggest gap we've had in any scoring up to this point in this episode. Um, and that brings us to laugh score. I did laugh quite a bit in this episode, even though um, it wasn't my favorite episode or anywhere near being one of my favorite episodes. Uh, a lot of a lot of little things, like I said, the the Canadian stereotypes always get me. Um, just the the portrayal of of saddam hussein especially at that point in time um like you kept saying it's always hey relax guy or hey look over there or just whatever it was uh it's pretty spot on and always good for a laugh and you'll see as we get further into the south park universe saddam is a character that comes back um 
multiple times in various different ways. So I'm, I'm interested to see what you think of that when we get there. Uh, but anyway, my last score for this episode was a 4.5. Okay. Um, so I came in at a 3.5. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, I laughed some during this episode. Um, I guess I didn't just, I felt like they just overdid the whole fart joke thing. Yeah. Um, Which to me is why it, while, it makes it hard to really get into Terrence and Philip. Exactly. And I, I I think we're on the same page there, 100%. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's just like, it, I just feel like it used, used a little, and, and like I understand the kind of character they're trying to build there, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's overdone. And like I said, I laughed some. There were some parts like the Rough Riders uh, versus <laughs> Rough Riders, the, the whole chemical warfare sure. thing. Um, the moment when Terrence and Scott are talking on the phone, just going back and forth, calling each other a dick. Um, the ugly Bob, ugly Bob was hilarious. And the fact that he looked just like them, like right. there's literally no difference besides his shirt. Exactly. It, it, there's nothing, nothing different. Um, but anyways, I came in, um, at a 3.9. Okay. Um, a couple things. I, I was just looking over my notes again. A couple other things that made me laugh, um, very, very subtle, but at the beginning when they're in court and they're talking about the evidence against Terrence, uh, when he, he talks about the haiku that Terrence wrote about committing the murder, he's sitting there <laughs> counting out the lines in the, the haiku with his hands. Like, everybody who ever is trying to write a haiku sits there and does to figure out how many how many syllables they have. Um, mm-hmm. That made me laugh way, way more than it should have. It was subtle, but I was, like, <laughs> almost falling out of my chair. Um, there was another scene... <laughs> when when uh, Saddam calls Scott for the first time, he's like, "Hello, is this Scott from Canada?" <laughs> like, I <laughs> right. floored me for whatever reason. It's, it's the simple things that get me. Um, Celine Dion's house on the outside it just says CD. Like everybody knows that's where Celine Dion lives because of that. Right. Um, and then uh, the Rough Riders versus Rough Riders thing. Now I'm not 100 percent up on my Canadian football league history. But I'm pretty sure at one point in time, there were multiple teams called the Rough Riders. And that may not have actually been... What? I know. I, I just heard somebody talking about this within the last couple months. One of the betting podcasts I was listening to. But they were either multiple teams at the same time called the Rough Riders, or one used to be called the Rough Riders and then changed, and then another one came in right after them and took the nickname. Like, I'm almost certain it went something like that. Um, so if we have any Canadian football experts out there, please let us know where I'm wrong because I'm dying to know. But right. so yeah, um, personal score. This can be up to seven. This might be the lowest personal score I've ever given. I gave it a point two. Wow. This episode carries almost no personal value to me. It's not the South Park characters. Um, there's very little, I think, that I ever quoted from this episode. Like I said in my blog, if I ever came across this episode while it was on TV, I just I went to the next one. I have no interest in watching Terrence and Philip. Um, now, when we get to the movie, they carry a bigger role, and it's within like with our main characters mixed in, <clears throat> and that's a lot easier, you know, to to take Terrence and Philip. But like a whole episode devoted to them, like I. I don't know. I'd rather watch something else. It was funny. It was enjoyable. Not not something that's going to stick with me personally. What about you? Um, so I was I was pretty low too. 
Um, I think for a lot of the same reasons, uh, kind of as I touched on earlier, it just felt wrong. Yeah. Like I was sitting there watching it and it, it just like, it felt like there was something off. Yeah. Uh, and I think, like, I think it was, I think it was because of not having the, the core four there. Sure. Um, but yeah, I gave it a personal score of a two. Oh, we were kind of close, you know, same number, different decimal. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I'm glad that at this point in time, I was too young to have been following episode by episode. I would have been irately pissed off if I thought I was getting, you know, Cartman's um, dad and that's what I got. And then especially the fact that the next episode didn't air till like April 22nd. You had a three-week wait after watching this. It would have drove me nuts. Oh, wow. Although I am pretty sure, though, the second season of South Park, I'm, like, between the Terrence and Phillip episode and the end of season one was only like a six-week window. So it wasn't like you're waiting for Game of Thrones to come out or something, but... Um, right, you're not waiting a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that brings us to the South Park factor, the extra point of our scoring system. Even though, personally, this episode carries no weight for me, I did go ahead and give it the South Park factor because... Wow. Is it is it random? Is it something different than you'd expect? Yes, and to me, that's what the South Park factor is. And maybe a better name for this would be the Matt and Trey factor, because this is Matt and Trey just crapping all over everyone because they can. I'm guessing by the sounds of it, you didn't award the South Park factor? I did not. And I I think that's reasonable, because I think that depends on what the South Park factor is to you. Yeah, I mean... As I've said a few times, I, I got done watching this episode, and I sat there for a minute, and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what the hell? And I think that's what did it for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I I don't, I don't know how to word it, but like, yeah. I, I just feel like I wasn't satisfied when I got done watching yeah. this, like I have been for all of season one. And being, this is my first time going through this, yeah, I was pretty pissed <laughs> off when, it, when they pu- pulled the April Fool's joke. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just couldn't give it to it. You know what? I'm, I'm thinking about what you just said there when you finished your reaction was what the fuck was that? And honestly, I think that was my reaction too, but I think we both read that different ways as in what the fuck was that? Yeah. That was delightful. It was different. Okay. I'll give it. And you were like, what the fuck was that? I feel betrayed. I'm not giving you my extra point, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think both are correct answers because why not? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, while Matt is totaling up our scores and adding them to the spreadsheet, we are going to talk about our favorite moment, our favorite quote, and our MVP for the episode. Um, I'll begin with my favorite moment from the show. You've already referenced it like two or three times. Uh, but the you're a dick fight on the phone between Terrence and Scott had me dying with laughter. If you're not familiar with the scene, um, I don't even remember why Scott and Terrence were on the phone, but uh, Terrence tells Scott, he goes, you're a dick. And Scott just replies, you're a dick. And they go back and forth like five times. And for whatever reason, it's hilarious. What was your favorite moment, Matt? I'm really upset that I didn't pick a backup because that was the one I Oh, I knew it. I was afraid of that. Um, So that was Matt's favorite moment. Let me go (laughs) ahead and use my other favorite moment, which I had written down here. Um, And I already mentioned it, too, when they're sitting there watching American TV and they have the South Park episode on 
on the American TV and they're talking about how terrible American TV is. But the episode of South Park, they're talking, they're actually going through, um, you know, Dr. Mephesto saying, and the father is like, they're, they're actually having the part of the episode that we thought we were going to see and they don't actually reveal it. Um, <clears throat> but it was still, it was still pretty, pretty funny, just ironic to see. So, mm-hmm. all right, I'll let you go first on quote then. Okay. Um, so my favorite quote was, uh, when they meet Ug- ugly Bob. Okay. And they're just talking about how ugly he is. And I don't remember which one it was, but it was Terrence or Philip. One of them says, Ugly Bob, your face looks like somebody tried to put off, put out a forest fire with a screwdriver. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, dr- paints quite the picture, doesn't it? It um, does. So my favorite quote was from Saddam. Um, I think it was when he was talking to the general. I don't remember. Um because they throughout the episode they kept switching Iran and Iraq, like using them interchangeably, yes. like it's the same place. And Saddam's like Iran, Iraq. What the hell's the difference? Relax, guy. And I laughed way too hard at that. Now, obviously, as an adult, I know the difference now. But when I was that age, I don't know if I would have known the difference that well. Just being honest. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you know the difference between Iran and Iraq, Matt? Yes. I do. Okay. Now I do. When I was I was trying to say that I agree with you, and that when I was that age, I definitely had no idea what the difference was. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, oh, wars happen over there, <laughs> like, <laughs> war in the Middle East. Um, <laughs> exactly. It just became a group. That's yeah. the, that's the Middle East. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a whole nother discussion there. But yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and guess on your MVP here because I think it's gonna be fun to do this. I'm gonna guess that your MVP was Ugly Bob. It was not. Oh! Who was your MVP? That was a very close second. It came down to him and who I chose, which was Saddam Hussein. That would have been my next guest. You, you seem to really like Ugly Bob, so I thought that would be where you would go. Um, no, yeah, we'll to, I did. I really enjoyed him. We'll have to talk about your spelling there on the spreadsheet. That doesn't look like Saddam Hussein, but the attempt was <laughs> made. Um, my MVP for the episode was Scott. Just because without Scott, the episode looks totally different. He's the one trying to bring down Terrence and Philip the whole time. And, uh, you know, he was involved in the you're a dick fight. And when Saddam calls and goes, hey, is this Scott from Canada? You know, Scott uh, Scott was the unsung hero in my mind. Huh. Yes. I like so that. what... There you go. Better on the spelling. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what do our rankings look like here? Do we have them updated? They are updated. So just uh, kind of quickly comparing the last season, this would have finished uh, second to last in last in season one. Okay. It came in with a composite score of 25.2. Uh, this, the episode that got last in season one was Tom's Rhinoplasty with a composite of 24.4. And second to last was weight gain 4,000 at 26.1. So it would have fallen second to last in between weight gain 4,000 and Tom's rhinoplasty. Okay, so if we're adding this into our um, overall overall rankings, rankings. it would be the 13th overall episode out of 14. Correct, yep. Okay. Um, What are your thoughts on that, on where it fell in the rankings? Um, Is that the right place for it? I think that's where it belongs. Yeah, and I just keep thinking how big of a a dumpster fire was Tom's rhinoplasty if it still falls under that. Right. Like, <laughs> um, 
and in my mind, I hear my my college roommate Kyle, who, you know, I've referenced several times here. Oh, that that terrible Godforsaken episode or whatever it was. He said, you know, so um, he he's onto something there. I guess so. Uh, any other thoughts or feelings on this episode before we wrap up? I don't think so. Uh, besides, I love Saddam Hussein. <laughs> There's another one if the first clip didn't work out for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go, um, Mr. Editor. Don't worry, you dicks. I got it. <laughs> Challenge call, accepted. Call in the government on me. <laughs> um, so yeah, just to recap here, Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus finishes with a composite score of 25.2 which is good enough for 13th out of 14 ranked episodes. Um, as always, I want to thank our listeners for listening and playing along. Uh, we wouldn't still be doing this without you. Um, also, speaking of listeners, I believe uh, Anchor tells us our average audience size is up around 45 listeners, which is fantastic. Uh, we appreciate every one of you. Um, if you would like to, you can follow us, our blog, at thespiritofsouthpark.com. You can find us on Twitter at, Matt, can you get it? At V-S-O-S-P. I always screw it up. I, I need to <laughs> learn our own Twitter handle. Um, <clears throat> and as always, you can join our Discord for a little uh, little more involvement with the show. You know, maybe articles that are, are posted or little clips or information from the show. Um, and if you would like to join our Discord, just hit us up. We will send you an invite to that. Um, as always, thanks to our editor, Matt Caruso, for doing a, a nice job of making us sound good and getting rid of my coughing dog in the background. And our theme song was written by Alexander Nakarada. Matt, last chance. Anything you want to say? Nope. I love you all. All right. So as always, I am your host, Drew, joined by my co-host, Matt, saying be safe be healthy, be a good person, and we'll see you next time. So I really like Saddam Hussein. Screw you guys. I'm a gang. Hey.